actually, this is as real as it gets. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Welcome to the latest segment of the UCW Radio Show. This is your host, Lou Velasquez, and I want to thank all of our listeners, as I do, for your continued support just by listening to the show. Uh, in just a little while, we're going to have a model actress, Veronica London, on the show. She's coming to us straight from Canada. Uh, but, but before we bring her on the show, we need to talk about a couple of things. I've been speaking about this, uh, I don't know, pretty much uh, every week about the Ultimate Body TV uh, reality show. It's the first of its kind. It's a bodybuilding reality show brought to you from the uh, the mind of David Lyons. He's also the be the uh, producer of Hog Heaven and Creepers. So uh, he's done some things, a lot of things. And uh, anyway, the premise of the show, I can really go into it. But what I want to do is play the promo so that uh, you can hear more about it. Uh, I guess in the uh, in the environment that 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 it's intended. So uh, just listen to this, uh, to the Ultimate Body Reality Show um, promo. In the challenge of their lives, 26 ordinary people train the old-fashioned way through blood, sweat, and tears as they compete for the title of The Ultimate Body. In this compelling dog-eat-dog reality drama, the contestants are paired together as training partners by host, Champion bodybuilder, Mr. USA, Bob Ciccarello. Four personal trainers help each pair survive the grueling and extreme training routines combined with rigid contest dieting. And if that's not enough, they must also face extreme challenges by the trainer from hell. While living together for 10 weeks in a city where dreams come true, unexpected temptations and shocking alliances toughen up the competition for the contestants who must eliminate a pair of training partners each week. When the dust settles, the training partners split and everyone stands alone. Six men battle on stage for the ultimate male body. Six women face off for the ultimate female body. As three celebrity judges, Hall of Fame bodybuilder Rich Gasperi, Bikini Pro Marcia Prince, and Natural Mr. Universe Doug Burns decide who ultimately will win their title and walk away with a feature in a major magazine, a fitness endorsement deal, and $50,000 in cash from sponsors, Gasberry Nutrition, and Anytime Fitness. Who has what it takes to become the ultimate body? And as I said, we're doing the ultimate body uh, radio show, and uh, we're pretty happy about that. The next thing on tap is celebrity boxing. And Stephen Baldwin, he created the Now More Than Ever Fund. He actually went to see uh, U.S. troops, and it sparked something in him, and he developed the fund. So him, along with Christopher Gambino, he's a socialite, author, businessman, uh, and he, together, they're, they have the uh, celebrity boxing, and it's to support our, our troops. Now, on Wednesday, February 3rd, 2010, they're having the event at the over 18,000, or even probably over 19,000 seat Bank Atlantic Center, in Sunrise, Florida. And the main event uh, just makes sense. Chris Gambino versus Stephen Baldwin and Roy Jones Jr. just signed on and a bunch of other uh, top names are coming on as well. So you're, you're not going to want to miss this one. The website is MyCelebrityBoxing.com and again, we're doing the radio for the event. 
So uh, this should be a lot of fun. And also, we want to uh, connect with our listeners, so you can feel free to call us. We are actually going live with the weekly show now, so uh, you can give us uh, a jingle and uh, get involved. Our number is 323-952-4369. That's 323-952-4369. We want to hear from you. Uh, leave your questions and comments for our guests that are on the show. Get involved. Uh, make it uh, make it work for you, and you can uh, get on the show. And also, uh, if you're on Twitter, you can actually send me a tweet as well. And my Twitter name is Luis Velasquez. That's L-O-U-I-S-V-E-L-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. Follow me and tweet away. Now, before we bring on Veronica London, uh, I want to talk about um, Maxmouth. You know, you have the Internet, which is the future, without a doubt. And Maxmouth is basically, uh, well, they're right there uh, smack dab in the middle uh, with music, movies, film, everything, radio, uh, everything. Internet is all about them. And they're doing some fantastic things. But I want to uh, also uh, play their promo so you can get familiar with them. And the website is MaxMouth.com, so you will want to check it out. Hey, guys. I'm Anitra, and welcome to MaxMouth. We're here on location at the always awesome Hard Rock Hotel and Casino here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, I don't know if it's your first time at MaxMouth, but let me tell you a little bit about us. MaxMouth is the hottest new online entertainment company where you come to be seen, be heard, and be found. If you haven't taken the time yet, you need to register because you wouldn't want to miss out on any of the MaxMouth exclusives like Beyond Intuition. It's a paranormal exclusive by Jamie Butler. Or shows from our Emmy Award winning producer Jeanette Barber. Or how about my favorite, On the Road. Before I let you go, I'm going to ask you to do me a few favors. Number one, I want you to register. Number two, I want you to tell a friend. And number three, make sure you watch your mouth. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Gasparian Nutrition Spokesmodel. And you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. Now, without further ado, let's patch in uh, model and actress, Veronica London. <laughs> Veronica, thank you for... Uh, for being on the UCW radio show, it's great to have you on. Uh, I know you're in the middle of doing some stuff, so it's good to have you on the show this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You are more than welcome. And I say this every show, uh, I always appreciate the time that I guess put aside for us, because uh, everyone has things going on, and um, so it was good to uh, for you to do that. Now... I'm going to give our audience just some broad strokes about you, so they uh, okay. have, a, have a good idea of who Veronica London is. Uh, you're an actress, you're, you're a model. Uh, some refer to you as the the next Megan Fox, but I'm going to say probably a smarter one. Um, <laughs> well, I have to say that because you know something? It's, it's got to be... <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you you can't you can't slide down from there. So you're you're a uh, you know, a, a better version of that. Uh, you've uh, been involved in the uh, the uh, Cinemax series lingerie. Uh, you've been on uh, Showtime shows, uh, Body Language. You you've done a lot of things. Um, but what we're going to wind up doing here is starting at the beginning. Uh, you know, basically begin where you started out in modeling. And then we're going to go from there because there are a lot of there are a lot of components to you that people that 
don't know you wouldn't actually know unless they went through your whole bio and started pinpointing stuff. Because the, the most intriguing thing I find is that you are a martial artist. Uh -huh. Which means that when your daddy sent you out on a date, he didn't have to worry about you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was able to take care of myself. There you go. Well, that's why, that's why you made sure you did it. But uh, let's start at the beginning. Uh, how did you get involved in modeling? Because you weren't, because right now, just, just so our listeners know, right now you reside in Canada, but you were you were born in Mexico, so you're gonna start. You're gonna tell us this whole story because it's an intriguing story. So let's let's go. You... Yeah. Well, I was uh, I was born in Mexico, um, and then at the age of five, my uh, dad got transferred to work to Canada, and so my family and I we moved to Canada, and um, I grew up in Toronto pretty much. Did a bit of traveling to the states as my dad got transferred for work. Um, came back at the age of 18 and decided to get into theater. Um, which is when I was trying to decide if whether I actually did want to stay in film and television or go into marketing or go into PR. Um, and then I met this girl, Noelle Dubot. She's also an actress who, uh, who's now in the States. And then she hooked me up with a photographer. She's like, well, I think you have a great look. Why don't you just do a photo shoot to start promoting yourself? Um, and then I did a photo shoot. And the pictures turned out great, and I just post them on uh, several sites like MySpace or Facebook and all that stuff. And they became really popular, and different photographers wanted to work with me. So it was never actually planned, like the whole modeling thing. Mm -hmm. um, but it got me a lot of attention, which was good, because it made me very comfortable in front of the camera, which you need to be when you're acting, pretty much. Oh, without a doubt. But this is not something that you were a little kid, and you said, okay, I want to be a model, I want to be an actress. Oh, and no, not at all. And then when yeah. I did my first headshots, after my first year that I did a theater, it was really funny, because I was at the print shop picking up my prints, and mm -hmm. then uh, there was an editor there for a new magazine, and she saw my smile and stuff like that. She's like, wow, you have a great like commercial look. I'm starting a new magazine. Would you be interested in modeling? Wow. <laughs> so, literally, it was just like the right place at the right time, but not even really seeking it, and I just kind of rode the wave with it. You're over there at the, at the line of Kinkos, and somebody you know, sees you, and they're like, wow, you get discovered in the... Uh, well, it wasn't like Kinkos. It was one of those like private like printing places, but still, it was just a very random that mm -hmm. you know someone right there at the same time was going to be. Well, I said yeah. Kinkos, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, okay. just, it's just interesting how, how things happen. That oh, yeah. When you're not seeking it, they ju it just happens for you. And, I, and I, that's what makes the story amazing. Because, you know, look, we've had, you know, uh, Playboy models on, on the cover models on the show. We've had other uh, type of models, actresses, actors on the show. Um, I'm not impressed when somebody goes and they seek this out from a young age and this is what they're looking to do. I'm more impressed when you're not looking for it and all of a sudden it falls on, on top of you because it's meant to be for you. Yeah. And, well, it's actually how the acting also came about because um, in my last year that I finished my theater training, I was going to head back to school to do PR or marketing. Um, and it was my last photo shoot that I was going to do for the band, the ending, their promo material for their CD release. Okay. And I even told myself, I was like, okay, this is going to be the last photo shoot. I'm going to dedicate myself to, like, business. Um, and then it turns out the director of the person that was going to be uh, directing the music video for the band The Ending, um, they really liked my picture. And then they're like, well, if she's going to be in the cover of the, of the album, I want her to be the lead in the music video. Hmm. And um, 
they tracked me down on MySpace and on Facebook. They're like, oh, we were just wondering if you'd like to be the lead in the music video. This is really last minute. We dropped the last girl, but you have the perfect look. Um, are you interested in shooting in like the next two days? Hmm. And um, after I shot that, I was like, that's it. I'm sticking to film. Like I fell in love with it. Oh, this is really weird because it was right when I was about to like go back to school. But it was a choice. It, it was a mm -hmm. choice where you could have went to school and been secure in PR and marketing and you know done well with that. And actually, you you would be the one working with the models and the actresses, getting them right. exposure. But then how things change because now you're the one that needs a PR person. <laughs> <laughs> So well, I like uh, the marketing side. Like, I've always been very interested in studying that either way because you need to sell yourself at the end of the day. Like, the way I see it, um, it's really show business. Mm -hmm. It's not show art. Once you get the titles, then you can do whatever you want to do. But till then, you got to play the game. Oh, of course. You have to go and you got to market yourself. You, I mean, for uh -huh. all intents and purposes, you have to pimp yourself out, get exposure, <laughs> and so on and so forth. But you need to do that in order to get to get out there for people to know who you are. Oh, totally. You know, but now see that—that's one part, and we're gonna get—we're gonna get back into that in a second. What what I'm more interested right now, I'm more interested in how did Veronica get involved in martial arts? Because you know, you you're pretty. You know, you people look at you like, oh my God, you probably have peeking guys passing out like, oh my God, you know. <laughs> but but the reality is, is that you're you're tough as nails because of your martial arts background, so give it up. Talk to me about that. Uh, well, I actually started when I was about five. I was always, like, a lot into sports. Um, so I started just taking it because my brother used to take it, and I wanted to hang out with him. Right. And then I stopped um, because then I got more involved in jazz and dance and all that stuff. And then I started again in uh, grade nine, and then I did it for a couple of years, and then I stopped. Um and then my sister started taking boxing, and then I just started taking boxing with her. This just started a couple of years ago. And at the same time, I also started taking karate, and then with the theater, I had to take stage combat. So it's almost always been in my life. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like I decided to take it. It's just always been there. But, you know, that's interesting because now, and, and I'm going to say this for anyone that's listening to the show, you know, because, you know, you have producers and directors and so on and so forth, that... You, you're trained in martial arts, and you're trained in stage combat, so if someone was making a movie that required you to do some action scenes, that you actually have the ability to do this without having to go to a, a six- or eight-week course to learn how to do it. You already know how to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. See, that, 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 that's a big plus. Unless it's like stunts if they want me to jump off like a really high <laughs> no, that, that, uh, building and then that's a different no then, then you do that you fall down you break a leg that's not good then you get a stunt double <laughs> yeah then you're gonna hobble around and people are gonna make fun of you and point now you don't want that stuff that's not no, good no. that's not a good thing at all <laughs> you know yeah. so you, so uh that, that's pretty good because in, in what you're doing you actually by doing that you brought in your um well you brought in your scope so that you're Definitely. not you're not just stuck because you know we're talking about the uh, the Cinemax series uh, lingerie is that Cinemax or, or uh, Showtime? Uh, that one is Cinemax. That's Cinemax, and you're you're in that show with a friend of ours, uh, Lana Taylor, mm -hmm. and uh, sh you know you're you're doing that now. One thing you don't want to do, you don't want to be be pigeonholed into doing uh, things of that nature. No, no, I'm actually. Uh I'm, I'm doing so many things right now. Like, I'm shooting a feature, which is comedy, and then I'm doing another one, which is completely like a Tomb Raider 
all action. And then another one, which is like a Gia style, which is like I play a druggie that goes through like um, a meltdown and goes psychotic and all this stuff. So I'm pretty much just going everywhere. Like I'd love to be the girl version of a Johnny Depp because he's mm. not typecast with anything. Right. He, he's an open book. And, and I think as an actor that you need to be like that because once they go and they put you in, in a particular... I guess in a particular genre, they say, well, you can mm -hmm. only do um, sexy scenes, and that's it. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or you can only do uh, something serious. Mm -hmm. Or you can only do comedy. Then you're stuck there, and you really can't get out of it. But but the people, you know, like a Johnny Depp, yeah, he, I mean, fantastic actor. From the time, oh, from the time he, he did 21 Jump Street years ago, to everything that he's done, you know, he's he's... He's kind of developed himself and he evolved as a person and as an actor, you know, beyond his wine or writer days, but he evolved as a person. And, oh, yeah. And, and, and and all, that's what I find, too. I like to be challenged in this industry and um, playing different roles. You learn so much about yourself and about other people, and just not being typecast is, is possibly the best thing ever. Yeah, no. I but only you could do that. You, you have to be able to, like, take on different projects so people don't see you just one specific way. Right. Well, and I'll go back to, you know, you look at, and I'm, I'm going to touch on this, not 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 in a joking manner, but I, I think I have to because I brought it up and I opened up, I opened up the box, so I'm going to talk about it. You got Megan Fox, right? She is out there. She was a, a model. She was on Maxim, whatever she was on. And then you had, you know, you had a director or a director that saw her and said, okay, you know what, I want to make her into a star. And he took her under his wing and did that. Now, the reality is, is that she's not so well-versed as an actress that she can start playing other parts. So you're, what you're doing is making sure that you, you're so diverse that you can fit into any mold, that you're not putting yourself on a pedestal that, no, that you can't, you're too good to play a drug addict in a movie. You're too good to go and do this. You're not doing that at all. Mm. You, you're, you're keeping yourself open. Oh, of course. I'd rather keep myself open than uh, just be typecast. But also in her situation, um, what she's doing is really smart because she, she could just ride the wave pretty much mm -hmm. right now of getting those type of roles. And then when she chooses to switch to something else, then I'm sure she's going to have the opportunity to do that as well. Well, I mean, she she can evolve if she so chooses to, you yeah, know. Yeah, like everybody chooses their destiny pretty much. Yeah, you know, and for you, again, this is something that just fell into your lap and you you just ran with it. Of course. Well, mm -hmm. that too. Yeah. And and you, you were featured in Maxim, right? Mm-hmm. And then you were featured in Um. Now, what's Um? Because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm urban curious male about magazine. that. Huh? Um is a urban male magazine. Okay, because I saw that. I said, I thought you, I thought you, were, you, you didn't remember the title. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you remember the title, like um, that magazine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, and, and now you're doing uh, you're you're appearing in the second season of um, of Body Language. Yep. Okay, now what what is body language about? You know, just just pretend. Um, body language is pretty much what the life of a stripper would be like. Um, uh -huh. Some people have some misconceptions of what it's actually like, or are very curious about it, and um, that's pretty much what the the show is about. So in each episode, they have uh, a stripper that they would feature, and, and um, pretty much her her life as being a stripper. Ah, uh, but you but mm -hmm. you're not actually a stripper. You're just doing that in the show. 
just, just want, I just want everyone to know that. That's why I'm saying that. I don't want your father getting all bent out of shape. But, uh, but, uh, but he knows you can defend yourself. So that's okay. If you go on okay. the pole, you start spinning around. You, you start, you start becoming like, um, well, what, what's that movie with Uma Thurman? Oh my God! You start spinning around and kicking people and stuff. Oh my God! Kill Bill or? Um, I, I forget the name of the movie. Uh, I'm just having a, a bad mental moment right now, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> now you, um, so you went. You got you got your features in the magazines. You're doing stuff for Showtime, doing stuff with HBO, and now you you're also. Uh, you said you were working on a, a couple of features, right? Mm-hmm. Let, um, let's talk about those features. Well, one of them is a comedy, which is called uh, How to Cook Like a Porn Star. Okay. It's very much like uh, House Bunny, like if you saw the movie, a lot of comedy, very bubbly. Okay. Um, which also, there's a pole dancing scene for that one, um, and it was really entertaining to actually go to pole dancing classes. I have a whole new respect for for exotic dancers. Oh, it's a lot of work, <laughs> it's quite right? It's a workout. Yes, it is, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm also working on another one, which is called Munera, which I play a deadly assassin. And it's so much fun to play those type of characters because they're so calm on the surface, mm-hmm. but they're so analytical that everything is planned and they can just intimidate you by just looking at you for five minutes, eye to eye. Like, oh. it'll make a person so uncomfortable. Oh. Um, so now and the other one is uh, Burning Amber, which is okay. also a very action type role. So it's, an, it's another action film. Now, and yeah. in, in the uh, the other one where you play the assassin, okay, that that you're in the middle of um, you're in the middle of uh, wrapping that movie up. Yeah. Okay, you guys finished filming, or they're, they're in post production right now? No, they're in the middle, still shooting. Oh, you're still shooting. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, I quote you at the tough moment. I, I quote you at the tough moment of your career, where you're doing tough roles. <laughs> Well, you, you know, I normally get stuck with a lot of those tough roles, but that's because I want them, right. <laughs> so I pick them. Yeah, but, but but you know the thing is, as I said earlier, you know, you're you're you open the doors, you know, for other for directors, producers to come to you with different roles because you're open to doing different things as opposed to just keeping yourself in one direction and being pigeonholed. Oh, of yeah, and and I think that's interesting because you go from. Uh, a comedy like How to Cook Like a Porn Star, to making an action, action flick, and you're, you're an assassin, you're this, you're that, and you're also doing the, uh, you know, uh, the, the lingerie series, and then, yeah. Yeah, then you're yeah. in body language. So, ah, you have, you have too many things going on. What's wrong oh, with I you? love being busy. I get very restless and I'm not doing something, so I have to uh, be productive. Well, but that's good. You know, let me tell you something. We had um, a friend of ours, Phil Morris, on the show. Uh, he's from uh, Smallville and Seinfeld. Uh-huh. And he, I mean, he doesn't have to work as hard as he does, but one thing that he he did tell me, he said, you know, he, he holds the industry in the highest regard, and he has a high integrity for his craft, but in Hollywood, you have to keep working, you have to keep pushing yourself, you have to keep going for the jobs and making things happen, because if you don't do that, then you're not, you're not, you're not going to get where you need to be or where you want to be. And you're not going to be able to open the doors that you want to open. That's why what you're doing, to me, is impressive because you're out there. You're not just saying, okay, I'm doing a series. I'm not doing anything else. You're saying, well, I'm going to do the series. I'll work on an independent film. I'll do a magazine spread. But I'll do the comedy. I'll do this as long as it's not compromising you. Yeah. And you're doing uh, Well, like for most of the projects that I take on, it's just because it makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and it's under my terms and because, yeah, at the end of the day, I, I need to have something lined up. So for some people that they shoot something and then they take a break, I really don't understand how they could do it. Mm-hmm. Just because it's such a unstable industry that I need consistency, but consistency for me is having projects lined up. As soon as I'm done shooting, I'm into something else, and then something else is waiting for me. That's what makes me feel good. Yeah, but that's good because you're, you're keeping yourself active, and if you're keeping yourself active, you're in front of people, and if you're in front of people, more opportunities are going to come of your course, way. Yeah. Ah, ah, see, ah. Daniel-san, I understand. But <laughs> but it all that, makes sense now. It all makes sense now, aha. Uh-huh. So now we have... Veronica, London, martial artist, she will hurt you, but, um, but, but now, nice. huh? <laughs> you're too nice. nice, yeah, you, you kick somebody in the head, boom, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> at least I apologize. Yeah, at least you apologize for that, oh my god, <laughs> too funny. So now, when, now these are movies that are being filmed, or, or that you're working on right now, are they primarily being filmed in Canada? Yes, they are. You know, that, that, you know, it's funny because Canada is like a, a hotbed for making movies nowadays. Oh, it is. Um, we have a lot of really nice places in Canada, especially Vancouver. Um, there's a lot of things that are getting shot over there. Oh, cool. Yeah, because you, you have the forest and you have the free insurance. You have a lot of positive things over there. Yeah. You know, not, 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 nice yeah and in the U.S., we don't have free insurance. We have to pay no, with our blood. <laughs> <laughs> With our blood, sweat, and tears, and still they deny us. You get the rubber stamp saying you're denied. <laughs> denied. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what happens. That's what happens. So, so what, what else do you have going on uh, with you? Because I, again, I, I, you, it's it's interesting that your father. You know, you were born in Mexico, right? And I, mm-hmm. and I am cranking back because this is a free this is a free flowing show today. Uh, so you, you you were born in Mexico. Your father. Took a job in, in in Canada, so bypassed the United States in total. He's like he went by, so whoo, he just jumped, he jumped to the other side of the continent. You know, he's he's like, oh no, U.S. Oh, going to Canada. Okay, so he goes there, and and how old were you when you uh? When you uh were, five. You you were about you were five, and that's when you started doing martial arts and everything, and uh, and your sister boxes, you said. Yeah, well, she's a kickbox instructor. Oh, there you so go. I just, uh, I mean, well, that's how I usually spend a lot of time with her because my schedule is relatively busy, so I like to work out with two birds with one stone, so hang out with her and I'm working out. Ah, see, but yeah, you keep that uh, connection with your sister and that way, yeah. you know, and I'm sure she's competitive, so you guys will beat the crap out of each other, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, it's true, right? <laughs> Actually, no, we've never been in the ring together, and that's probably a good thing. <laughs> I know, that's probably a good thing is you, you'll, you'll come out with no teeth, and then she'll come out with a, with a messed up leg. and. Actually, I did try sparring a couple of times, and then once I saw this girl really get, like, knocked out, um, and after that I was like, well, my career is based on the way I like, so I think I should uh, <laughs> yeah. back off of this. Yeah, you don't want to be like, uh, well, what's her face, was it uh, Michelle Rodriguez, you don't want to be one of those, and <laughs> get jacked up, and then that's it. <laughs> and then it's over, well, your career's it's over. <laughs> and then it's over now, but she, she, she's a... She's a high-end star, so she's done a lot of things, which is pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, but no, she's, you know, she's cool people. I think what happens when you're in the public eye, you, know, you have a lot of pressure, but you have all the paparazzi, and then they write what they want about you, and they, they never really tell the, the real truth about who the person is. 
you know that, that's why we're happy to have this show that we're able to talk about the real person and not just go and, and talk about a particular project or talk about the bad things mm -hmm. you know we talk about everything what is actually going on yeah exactly yeah, that's what i also find really interesting when i read uh features or articles about me half of it is isn't really true and people don't really know how you express yourself like mm -hmm. during an interview mm -hmm. um so they don't really get to know you but they think they know you <laughs> yeah. they read those things which i find really interesting oh, oh yeah yeah i mean i i, I can see that totally because you have uh look if somebody didn't know you and they read an article and they said, oh, she's an HBO's lingerie and body language, this and that, you know, and all of a sudden they forge an opinion about you. Oh, of course, yeah. Okay, and when they do that, they're already you know, putting a label on you without even knowing you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that that's, it's not right because you're judging someone based on what? You don't know them. But then it's... And again, like at the end of the day, everybody judges everybody. So I don't even pay attention to any of that stuff anymore. I just kind of do my thing. Yeah, good, good for you. Good for you. you yeah. Know? Yeah, because I mean, look, we had Michael Lohan, Lindsay Lohan's father on the show. And, uh, you know, look, he gets judged all the time. And when he had the opportunity to, to talk about how he felt and who, you know, or what happened with him, and we were getting calls saying, oh, wow, we didn't know that. We didn't know that, that he, you know, he was that type of guy. We thought he was a bad guy. But now when people get to hear the story, they're like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, how many people know that you have a martial arts background, that you can severely hurt somebody? Um, well, it's getting pretty well known. Most interviews consist of that. That seems to become a topic. <laughs> what, the martial arts? Yeah. Oh, man, and I thought I had breaking news. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I feel horrible. <laughs> but it's all good. <laughs> no, but it's, it's all good. Now, beyond these projects, what else do you have going on in your life? Uh, well, I'm also the product model for the clothing band, um, or brand, sorry, uh, Juice. Okay. Which is, uh, I really like their their line. It's just very edgy kind of t-shirts. Okay. And I'm also the blogger for Queen West Magazine. Um, my oh. style is very, like, rocker kind of glam rock okay and um they were looking for someone to be vlogging about that which already has a following and a base and a fan base and all that stuff so i decided to take that on as well so you're a fashion fashion is so much fun so but, like, but you're, you're a mad blogger now i love blogging i was never a blogger before but now i just love sharing information right um like just giving back and helping people in different ways if they need something That's so it cool. just it makes me feel good to blog that's good because you because you're more into the fashion you said than uh, than you are into other things. Uh, like what? Well, I don't know. You just you said you were more into fashion. Well, so yeah, I'm, I really I'm, I'm, I'm just expanding on that thought. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm messing you up today, but that's okay. Well. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is she talking about? <laughs> I confuse you. Oh. Um, no, but you're into fashion, and uh, what what type of fashion are you into? Um, more it's, um, very glam rock. I like the reds and the blacks and the chains and jeans and t-shirts, boots, um, you know, a lot oh, of jewelry and stuff. Oh, so you got all the jewelry, you're, you're, you're getting, it. but you, you, you have your own style, so when people see you, you know, if, if, see, because you're, you're in movies and everything else, so when you, when you have your own style and you're going out there, people see you, they look at you like, wow, you start making a statement. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then. Well, I don't really like to blend in with uh, everyone 
else. And I just dress like how I feel, like dressing. And most of the time, I'm in the, they, they call it like the badass type of look or kind of, you know, that type of look. But oh. I'm kind of dressing me. <laughs> okay, well, you, you're you expressing yourself and you're not afraid to do that. No, not at all. Okay, not It's what stands out at the end of the day either way. Yeah, no, no, without that. What, what's that website for that blog that you're, um, that you're blogging from? Uh, queenwestmag.com. Queenwestmag.com. The reason I just want you to let that out so that people know they can go and, and, and blog with you or listen to what you have to say. And I'm sure you, you have Twitter and all that stuff as well, right? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, of course. You're a social networking freak. It's That's why. So <laughs> important. Yeah. But do you it's like the biggest thing right now, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, you got tweet, 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 tweet. Got Twitter or Twitter. But no, you, 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 that's good because you're out there and you're, you're working on all these shows and everything. So it allows you to connect with your audience or your fans. Yeah, you know, which, which is a good thing because you probably have a zillion fans out there. Oh, it's fine. Like a lot of people are also starting out and they ask me for advice. And I was in the, in the same shoes of trying to figure things out before. So I just, if they have questions, then I just answer them at the same time. Oh, so you're not putting, again, you're not putting yourself on a pedestal. You're actually trying to help people if they need it. Yeah. Like, if, you know, I totally believe in karma. So if you help someone, someone's going to help you when you need help. Yeah. It's just how it's supposed to be, like adding value to people's lives is what I want to do at the end of the day. Well, that, that's a good way to look at it. And actually, that, that's a mature way to look at it. Because, um, again, what you put out is what you get back. You did mm -hmm. You don't. You have to pay it forward. You have to. If if you know, for you, this wasn't something again that you were looking to do. It fell in your lap, and this is how things happened. But now you're taking it to where you think it can go, and right. you keep pushing it forward. But you're helping people that may need your advice. So if they do, if they do tweet you, are you actually responding back, or do you have one of those PR people doing it? No, I actually respond to things. See? Like I, my schedule, I set time apart to actually just deal with my Facebook and Twitter and like all those sites kind of thing. Okay. Um, so my, my schedule is 24-7. <laughs> well, but you know what? You have, to, but you have to do that now because as your career starts to expand, you're not going to have too much time for a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, you will have that assistant um, and, and out there doing your little Twitter thing and doing all this stuff because you want to keep in touch with um, with your fans. Yeah, you want to keep in touch with people, but you know something, at least, you know, you're you're t you're letting them know now that, yeah, this is you, and, and if it's not you, then somebody else is going to be doing it, right? Yeah, I see a lot of, um, I guess, quote-unquote celebrities that have Twitter, and they're not even doing it themselves. They, they hire somebody to do it for them. Mm -hmm. Well, I also understand that because sometimes when your schedule is really busy, you really don't have time. Do that, especially if you're shooting movies. You're on set 16 hours. You finally get home. You have four hours to sleep before you're back on set. It's really hard to keep up to date with all those things. Yeah. Um, but I could see where people come from. Also. Yeah, but I I also see other people that you know look. You had well maybe he's a bad example. But you have John Mayer. He's, he tweets all the time. I I swear I don't know. Is he coming out with a new album? What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> he has too much time on his hands. I think. <laughs> or yeah. <laughs> he has way too much time on his hands, I think. He, he's like he might just be coming out with something. Yeah, you I, always have to cause a commotion in PR before you come out with something you need to sell. Yeah, well, that's true, too. You you create a ripple, and people are listening or saying whatever, and they're like, okay, well, 
There goes my new CD. Come buy it. Yeah, and this movie's <laughs> coming out, by the way. Yeah, and I'm not Ka I'm not Kanye West. I'm John Mayer. <laughs> so, what, Veronica, let me let me ask you. What do you have? Um, what else do you have going on uh, right now? You have any events going on? Uh, do you have, are you doing anything else that uh, your fans may want to uh, know about? Uh, well, I started getting very involved with uh, different types of charities. Uh -huh. um, so I'm going to be attending an event at the end of this month, October 24th, in Toronto, to raise money for breast cancer. Um, so it'll be a lingerie, Las Vegas, Victoria's Secret type of fashion show. So I'm going to be taking part of that. Oh, um, cool. So yeah, the more I get involved in this industry, the more I realize you really have to give back to people and be really grateful for the opportunities that come your way. But you're giving back, and that's a good thing, especially for breast cancer. You know, I think that's fantastic, yeah. and it makes you look good too because people see that, and and they kind of you know they say, okay, well she's doing this, you know, then she there has to be some good there without them even knowing you. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of good in me. <laughs> oh no, but you, yeah, but you know that, and and I know right. that from talking to But it's just for other people to know. Yeah, because because yeah. I believe your actions speak louder than your words. Like a lot of people can go and say anything they want to say in the world, but it's what you do. Is that it, makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, it makes a difference. It defines you. So if you tell me, uh, yeah, you know, well, you're against child abuse, and you go home, you're beating your kid, then that <laughs> it's a problem. Of course, yeah. There's a big disconnect. So, but but that that's good. Now, Veronica, this is the time of the show because I know mm -hmm. you have things to do. Uh, why don't you uh, give us your website information and give us um, you know, your 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 Twitter, your MySpace, anything that you want to give to listeners so that they can follow you. Yep. Uh, well, you can check me out at uh, www.veronicalondon.com. Um, also, but that's Veronica London with a K, not a C. Oh, yes. <laughs> you see, and, I, and I'm over here correcting. I'm, I'm adding that in. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because when people, like, try to email me um, for, like, different things or whatever, and they always, they're always like, well, your email address never works. And I'm like, well, did you put a K or a C? So that always seems to be the thing that stands out. Yeah, well, Veronica, you know, with, with a K is not, um, not common. Right. Well, that's the whole point. I know, man. I know that's the whole point of it. That's what I'm saying. It makes you a little bit different. People mm -hmm. are like, oh, wow, yeah, that girl, the K-girl. All right. Good deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you have your MySpace, which, which is Veronica London, right? Uh, yep, my MySpace. Um, actually, MySpace can be found under Lucky Gladys, oh, which lucky. is uh, my middle name. Okay. And my blog, which is thesecretdiaryofacallgirl.com. Oh, what secret diary of a call girl? Mm-hmm. That's that's your blog? Yep. Is that different than the Queen West magazine one? Yeah, it's uh my personal blog. Which oh. is pretty much the behind the scenes of what it's like to actually be in this industry. Oh, excuse me. Now you have two blogs. How special are mm. we today? <laughs> now now what what about your Twitter? Uh my Twitter is Veronica Lendon. Veronica London, okay, that that's fantastic. You know, so now what what do we have going on for you? We have your are you still on the HBO series lingerie? Yeah, so that got picked up for the second season. That's gonna start shooting in um March nice. of next year. Nice. Well congratulations to you for Thank get you. for getting that. But you know, the, the the great thing about your mindset, which which I like, is that you you understand what you're doing. 
And you're not just doing a, a series like lingerie or the body language series. You're not just doing that saying, okay, this is what I'm going to be doing forever. You're, you're breaking right. well, out of it immediately. Yeah, I'm just using that really for the exposure because it gets a lot of people talking. But I'm working on a lot of films, which is what I want to do. So it's kind of like I'm just leveraging off those. So you can watch my movies and get attention. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? That's smart because that's smart marketing. And that, yeah. of course, because you went to school for marketing. How dumb am well, I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense it after. All, yes, it all makes sense now. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, but that, that's fantas fantastic. I think that I think that you're going to have a, a great career in, 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 uh, in films uh, and, and in television. I, 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 I think that your modeling part of it... Um, I think that what you're doing in film is going to outshine that by a, a long margin. I think the next time they put you on a cover is going to be to talk about what you're doing in films and, and your television and not mm -hmm. just over there modeling something. You know, even though you, you do have your, uh, your uh, I guess, your, your modeling gigs or representation gigs um, with the clothing line, but why, why do I have a feeling that as you progress further that you have it in your mind that you can come out with your own line? Oh my God, you're a genius! I know I am. How smart am I? <laughs> I'm already thinking about that. Yeah, you see. Because it's all about branding and sales. That's why. <laughs> oh my God! Let me tell you, son. Whatever guy marries you, they are in for it because they 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 better they better be movers and shakers because you're gonna leave them in the dust. <laughs> so. Well, that's part of the whole glam rock thing. Let's planting the seed. Yeah, that's it. You plant the seeds, you let it grow, plant the seed, let it grow. Well, I think you're planting a lot of seeds, and I think you're going to have a lot of stuff growing. Um, yeah, you, you know, before we leave, uh, you did some music videos. You were in a whole bunch of them, right? Mm-hmm. And was it for the same group? Oh, no. I've done it all from rock to R&B to different languages to country and all that stuff, even in Spanish. <laughs> wow, you did country? Yeah. Well, it was, well, the singer was like country type of a uh, song, but I was with somebody else, and we were like in the farm, and oh, you know, cool. that type of very romantic and soft and clean. Oh, kind of, uh, oh nice. Well, you, you have to let me know when you do a Spanish country song, because I want, I want to hear that. <laughs> so do I, actually. <laughs> actually, that'd be interesting if you think about it. That could, that could be a whole new genre. Yeah. And we launched I, it here. I'm going to like... Gonna have to look into that. Yeah, I think you should. I'm I come out with it specifically. <laughs> I know. I, I think that'd be interesting. You might go out there and become a big, uh, you know, country singer, but in Spanish, and that that'd be. Oh, yeah. oh wow! <laughs> Check us out. I, I I want my points on that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Veronica, I think, as I said, uh, seriously, I think that you have a, a bright career ahead of you uh, in films and uh, television. Anything you put your mind to, I think you're going to be successful because you're not one of these people that are just in Hollywood and are, are brainless. You're, you're out there with a plan. You, this, this wasn't meant for you to do. It fell on your lap. And now you're making the most of it. Now you're going to expand on it with your marketing experience and everything. You're making yourself more valuable, which and any director that's out there that's looking for someone that can, that knows how to market themselves, they look at you that has acting talent. You can go from a sensual role to an action role, market it, get yourself out there. Someone like you is a dream to them because it makes it easier for them to get things done. 
Thank you. And that is the truth. I'm saying that that is all joking aside. I know we had some fun moments during this show, but uh, but that that was serious and that's from the heart because I really think that uh, you're going to wind up doing it. That's why I like doing the show because it it allows me to learn more about the the person that's on that's on here uh -huh. that, uh, of our guests because there's a side, as I said, that most people don't get to see. Yeah, well, it's really funny that you touched on that point because I have some um, scripts lined up with directors that are writing scripts for me specifically because they know that I have the talent and that I can market it, um, which is a great uh, compliment yeah. uh, from my side. And I, I feel like I'm just doing my thing, but apparently it comes across as something that's really, really good. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <see> me. <laughs> but, but you see, I am like psychic. Oh, my God. I'm like psychic. I'm like reading your mind. You can. Yeah, I can. I can. But that, but that, that's great stuff. That just, that just shows their, their, um, I guess their, they see the value. Yeah. They, they, they see the value, and it comes out to value because you know, look in Hollywood, what does it come down to? You can be the greatest actor in the world, the greatest director, everything else. If the film doesn't make money, you're out of business. So right, that's so funny you mentioned that. Cause that's like one of the uh, first directors that I met. He's like, you can look great, you can have talent, but if you're not going to bring money in, we're not going to cast you. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they told me it's show business, not so art. So learn, understand the business, and you'll be fine. And yeah. That's what I did. But that's the thing. It is a business. Even though you yeah. want to hone your your craft and 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 doing what you do, you wanna you wanna you wanna go out there and say, okay. This is a business. This is what I have to do. This is my personal business plan and how I'm going to make this successful. You did that. Uh -huh. See, and I didn't know that before you came on the show. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the point of also doing laundry and all that stuff. Yeah. It was all part of the plan. Well, the that, map. Well, that, well, that's pretty cool. And, I, and, and I'm going to let you in on a little, on a little secret just so you oh. know because you know, I, just, I just got word on this uh, today that you're going to see me in Toronto. Oh, when? Uh, in October. Really? At, at, Exciting. At the show. Oh, that's awesome. I, I was invited. They're bringing me in as a, v, a VIP. Wow, I was so happy. <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah, but that, that's going to be a great that's a great event for breast cancer, and that's the uh, the Las Vegas fashion show. That's by Playful Chick Parties. Oh yeah, that, we're gonna the, have lots of fun with a lot of hotties. Yeah, well, <laughs> me, well, Terry, you know, her and I, uh, we had a nice little chit chat, and um, and she uh, said, "Come on down." I said, "No." She said, "Come on down." I said, "No." She said, "Come on down." I said, "I no," and I then she said, "Come on down." I said, "Okay, I'll go. If, if it's for a good cause, I'll go." <laughs> Stop pulling my leg. <laughs> yeah, don't twist my arm, please. <laughs> All right, but that that's on October 24th. That's on a Saturday, and that's in Toronto. Um, and uh, do you, do you have the website? I don't have it in front of me. Do you have the website per chance? Um, the website. I think I think it's playfulchickparties.com. Okay, then I'm going to say it's playfulchickparties.com uh, for any of our listeners that are, that really want to that are in Toronto and want to go to an amazing event for a good cause and be around a lot of nice looking women and a then lot you'll of yeah a lot of hotties and and well I'll be there for whatever that's worth but um, you can go and you can go to uh, playfulchickparties.com go buy the tickets hang hang and hang around the all the beautiful women there, for, all for a good cause because, you know, breast cancer, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and it's a horrible, horrible disease. 
-hmm. you know, and we have to keep uh, making people aware of it, uh, especially with breast cancer, to get the mammograms and get everything done because this is something that has to s slow down or has to eventually stop at some point, and hopefully they, uh, they do develop something to stop it because a lot of good people have left our lives yeah. because of breast cancer. And that is it with that. Veronica, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And I'm, I'm, again, when you first came on, mm -hmm. I didn't know what to expect. Even after. <laughs> now, what do you think? <laughs> well, you know something? I like it. Before, I was like, ah, I don't know. Well, whatever, you know. But no, seriously, I, I, I put you in a different light because of how you handled your, your career. Thank you. Because, again, as you said, you're running it as a business, mm -hmm. which means any producers that are out there have to understand if, if an actor has their, their um, that kind of runs things in their life in, in regards to their professional career as a business, they want the project to succeed because if it doesn't succeed, it affects their business. Of course, yeah. So for, for a producer, it's like, all right, that's a home run. Because now, yeah, because you're going to go out there, you're going to hustle, you're going to market it, you're going to do what you need to do to make it happen. Yeah, well, that's almost my favorite part, too, the marketing side. Mm -hmm. Like, I love all of it, but, like, just getting out there and getting my name out and seeing people and negotiating and all that stuff, I really thrive off that. <laughs> yeah, see, but, uh, I don't know, I, I think that we're going to, I think in the, in the next few years, you're going to be at a higher level, and in the same way, I, I, I know that, you're, well, I'm on the phone with you right now. It's the same way in two years' time that you and I are going to be on the phone again because, yes, you will be on the phone with me. You will not forget me. No, but you will, you will be on the phone, <laughs> and, and, and you'll be telling us about some great stuff that you have going on and, and probably doing some studio work and really you know, doing some high-budget films and, more importantly, doing films that, that you bring value to. And bring value to uh, film lovers and film film goers, uh, not only in Canada, not only in the United States, but worldwide. And that that is your goal. Of course, yeah. And you'll make it all happen. <laughs> no, no doubt about it. Okay, Veronica, thank you so much. I want you to enjoy your day, and uh, we we'll, we want to have you back on, as I said, as your career progresses, so we can get an update, follow you, and uh, for our listeners, the website is veronicalondon.com, right? And then uh, the MySpace, it's it was what, Lucky what? Gladys. Say again. Lucky Gladys. Lucky yeah, Gladys. Gladys. Lucky. So that's like Gladys. That's like Oprah's middle name, right? Or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but it's something like that. And then she, you know, she tweets, she this, she that's. I don't know. This, this, she is a machine. <laughs> and, and on that note, we're done. Thank you again, Veronica. You enjoy you. your day. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs> What is your major malfunction? All let it be written. All let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.